It's Monday. It's May 11th. And the word of the day is solepsis, which means a figure of speech in which a single word is applied in two different senses. Used in a sentence, my exes all tell me that I came with too much baggage and too fast. <laughs> and didn't matter to them at all that I was doing an awesome solepsis bit. <laughs> uh, uh, it's B because of the murder hornets. No, no. Did I, no. I did it. Mine also. No, no, you just you just misspelled because. Oh. Eli. I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, Michael Flynn walks free. Ahmed Arbery doesn't. <sighs> and we'll discuss how literal murder hornets might affect your weekend. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight, our fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Gentlemen, I guess before we talk about news in 2020, uh, you want to name something adorable your pets did recently? Something like that? <laughs> right. Great. Yes. Yes. Puppy pigs. Um, uh, Lucinda crocheted a tiny little couch for the cats and Binky sat in it like a people. Okay. <laughs> it's awesome. I know put a picture. To... This is the yes. most adorable thing. I was going to say, <laughs> I know I'm supposed to compete here, but Noah has put a picture in the notes that is impossibly cute. Oh, so good. Imp he's, my head is going to explode. Right at the... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He's looking right at the camera and everything there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just right. needs a little bowl of cat treats. <laughs> yes, he does. Set on a his little lap. popcorn. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll like a little that. holder on the center console of that yeah. thing, maybe. Oh, that'd be nice. Okay. Yeah. Like right. he's telling he's himself he's going to have a classic movie night, but he just ends up watching <laughs> The Office again. <laughs> it's a good show, though. Yep. In our leads. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, we're no, doing news. Transition. We're going right to it. No, that's fine. No, that's and fine. I can't the transition straight out of Binky sitting up on the couch to this. <sighs> I really just can't do it. I think I need a Speaking three count or something. Of videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Well done, Eli. In our lead story tonight, America was reminded once again that I live in the worst part of this shitty fucking country. America is a nation that has stood out in the world for racism since its inception, and I live in the part that America has looked at that entire time and gone, y'all are fucking racist. <laughs> right? Sometimes people lose sight of just how fucking awful Georgia is because, you know, Alabama ranks worst on all the sucking statistics and Florida man gets all the best headlines. But state lines are just arbitrary distinctions. If South Georgia and North Florida were one state, it would lead the nation in trailing the nation. I mean <laughs> that in terms of everything. Education, income, quality of life, health, conservation, historical milieu. <laughs> and the story that most recently reminded us of this fact comes from about an hour east of my office, and that story, of course, is the tragic, technically alleged, even though there's mm. video of it, murder of Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, I'll just be over here looking at the selfies on the killer's Nazi Instagram, presuming innocence in accordance with the yep. law. That's what I'll yeah. be doing right now. So, yeah, on February 23rd of this year, a 25-year-old African-American man was threateningly charging towards the part of the road he was jogging down. <laughs> so two fat-ass inbred bigots decided to check and see what he was doing out blacking around in their neighborhood with guns. And then they felt threatened by him defending himself, so they shot and killed him in preemptive self-defense. 
Yep. Or or they murdered a black guy for running down their road. There one of those two things is a true account of ooh, events. I know which one it is. I know which one but, it is. Ooh. But the fact that they ran up on this dude with guns and then killed his ass on video did not seem to impress the Glynn County DA, so he declined to press charges. I mean, maybe he just didn't read carefully and he thought they were cops, and so there's a precedent well, there. How, you, we'll get there, uh. yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so now we cut to late April, almost two months after the shooting took place, and video of the incident leaks out onto YouTube. And suddenly, the we were defending ourselves from him taking the guns we were threatening him with defense is way harder to sell, and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation steps in to take over the investigation. Within 36 hours, the two gunmen were arrested and charged with murder and aggravated assault. See? Found out they weren't cops. I knew this had a happy... <laughs> now, and no. Now, the go-to excuse from this father and son lynch mob was that Arbery looked like a suspect in a string of break-ins in the neighborhood, a story somewhat undercut by the fact that there are no reports of a string of break-ins in the neighborhood. Yeah, that takes away the, from that, that story. Yeah, no, there was literally one fucking home robbery in the last seven weeks leading up to this shit. But the father was a retired officer with the same police department that responded to the call. Ding, ding, fucking ding. So they not only bought the story, but they embellished it when they sold it to Arbery's mom, telling her that her son had been involved in a burglary and was shot by the fuck homeowner and it is really hard not to read that as the police directly involving themselves in a cover-up okay so what now the they're fuck? cops again this one's tricky i see where the day right? was coming from. do we need tricky. to send atticus finch down there again we'll fucking do it we'll find him <laughs> no he got racist in the sequel i think anyway he did. And, and, and i should point out that the glenn county police department is notorious for bigotry compared to the other south georgia police departments okay for fuck's sake a couple of days after this killing, police chief John Powell was indicted on charges related to an alleged cover-up of an officer's sexual relationship with an informant. This is the chief, by the way, that was brought in, in the words of the Glynn County manager, to clean up the department's culture of cronyism. So, yeah. All I'm going to say is that I'm not entirely against Kemp's decision to reopen the state in the height of a pandemic. <laughs> Get out there. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So many people are probably thinking, man, how can I be the opposite of South Georgia? Uh, and that would be a great time for an ad about learning stuff. So we're going to pause for a word from our first sponsor this week, The Great Courses Plus. Snarglue Spear, this is Scrabble. Yeah, now quit wiggling around. Jeez. Guys, have you seen my... Eli, wh where is the top of Heath's skull? Are you are you guys playing Hannibal again? We have talked about this. No, no, we're not playing Hannibal again. I just wanted to understand the brain a little better. I mean, what else was I going to do? Flat, but Falk is he fun blue. Well, why don't you guys just try The Great Courses Plus? Butts, cut straight, horses, dust. The Great Courses Plus streaming service is an excellent resource to expand our knowledge on a variety of subjects, like their new course, Understanding the Brain. It's a fascinating introduction into the evolution and organization of the central nervous system, from its cellular and molecular makeup to the processing of emotions and the causes and treatments of depression. 
That does sound interesting. And best of all, they're offering our listeners a free trial <laughs> of unlimited access to their entire library. Sign up today using our special URL to start your free trial. Go now to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash skeptocrat. Remember, thegreatcoursesplus.com slash skeptocrat. Fuzz break courses cuss. Burn fundings, Jew. Exactly, Heath. We're back. Next up in headlines, in a flinescent man news. <laughs> Trump ally and winner of the most ironic chant leader of the year award three <laughs> years in a row, Michael Flynn, has had all charges dropped against him by the Justice Department because overwhelming evidence and a confession just wasn't enough to make the case stick. At least... According to William, hell should exist just so I can go there, Bar. Yep. Yeah. By the way, that's the Attorney General of the United States who literally just said, history is written by the winners. That happened. He's in charge of the justice system of the entire country. Their new symbol, it might as well be the lady with the scale and the sword and a, and a walrus balancing its thumb on, on one side of the scale. What the fuck? Yep. M M Mr. Attorney General, are you just reading the definition of authoritarianism out of the dictionary? No, he's, he's just reading the definition. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. So, uh, yeah, Flynn's <sighs> reprieve is just the latest in a series of DOJ exonerations of... Very obviously guilty Trump allies, including Roger Stone and, lest we forget, a series of secret Russian spies who they still won't tell us the name of. Because, you know, we wouldn't want to fuck up the cover of literal Russian spies in our country. Well, yeah, yeah, because then, like, the white spy, like, everybody would know that there was going to be the bucket of water over sure. the door when he yeah. opened it, so you <laughs> fuck everything up. So, for his part, Barr called the dismissal an easy decision saying quote i wanted to make sure that we restore competence in the system there's only one standard of justice and i believe that this case that justice in this case requires dismissing the charges against general flynn yeah i mean also because you're just writing down whatever bullshit i say the attorney general is thin and has human jowls rather than orangutan face flap yeah exactly <laughs> So, meanwhile, Democrats, don't worry, they're shaking their fingers very, very hard at this, uh, with Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying, quote, Attorney General Barr's politicization of justice knows no bounds. Overruling the special counsel is without precedent and without respect for the rule of law. End quote. Not adding... But what the fuck am I going to do? I'm Nancy Pelosi and you should have voted for Hillary Clinton. Yep. So, uh... Just Either way, she says that after everything she says. Yeah, it's a, it's a little it's mini. So yeah, it's it, Rigby. Either way, this is uh, <laughs> obviously very disappointing, but certainly not surprising because newsflash: we're all dead, and this is hell. So should have got better life insurance. <sighs> Speaking of which, let's toss <laughs> things over to our next sponsor for this week: Policy Genius. Crush the segue. Nailed it. So then I say, give me the money. Okay, okay, just don't use the voice, though. What? You don't like the voice? I do not. I do <gasps> not like the voice. Hey, guys. Hey, what you doing? Uh, Heath and I are going to rob a bank. What? Oh, what? Why? Uh, Money, Noah? Money, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to have a kid. 
Heath is would also like more money. More money. I would. It's true. More money. Oh, yep. Okay, Eli, why don't you just save on things you already pay for? Like home insurance. If you own a home, reshopping your home insurance rates with Policy Genius could save you a good chunk of change. And the best part is, you barely need to lift a finger to do it. Barely lifting a finger, you say? Go on, Noah. First, head to PolicyGenius.com and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius will compare your policy against options from top insurers to make sure you're getting the right home insurance coverage at the best possible price. If Policy Genius finds you a better rate than what you're currently paying, they'll do all the work to get you switched. Own a car too? Policy Genius will compare your home and auto policies across different insurers and even mix and match to find you savings. They've saved customers an average of $1,127 per year doing exactly that. Wow, $1,100. That's a lot of smackaroos. It sure is. So if you'd like to put a little cash back in your pocket right now, see how much you can save by reshopping your home insurance rates at PolicyGenius.com. All right, Noah, you've convinced me. We won't rob a bank. But for the record, how about... Give me your money! Wow, so much worse. Really worse? Yeah. So clear. I need you to know it's worse. And why. And we're back. Next up in headlines. Donald Trump continued contributing material to his presidential library of internet comment section feuds <laughs> by attacking politicians whenever they propose a new plan to help out the millions of people in severe financial trouble during this pandemic. And the latest targets were notorious bleeding heart liberals like Mitt Romney and George W. Bush. Yep. Yeah. Those are the good guys of the Republican Party right now. That's where we are. Yeah. George mission accomplished Bush is our voice of reason in the Republican Party. I mean, next week, Hitler will rise from the grave to disapprove of Trump's racism. Like, <laughs> Right? No, we're sitting here thinking, like, man, if Bush was president, at least he'd like look sad when he flew over the top of the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, there's some sign of human empathy there, you know? Just puts his foot up on a ventilator. Mission accomplished. No, <laughs> no, no. So Romney's big new humanitarian effort was copying off the Democrats' homework and reproposing yes. a pay raise for essential workers who make less than $50,000 a year. Again, this general concept was literally suggested already by congressional Democrats, but now Romney's calling it patriot pay. So, <laughs> oh, yep, the, the helping people thing. Now it gets offset by jingoism and it counts as Republican and it's good to them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and instead of direct aid, it's in the form of a future tax break. So, you know, that means it doesn't count as spending any money. Apparently. <laughs> the yeah. government just gives everyone a, a statement credit. So it's totally different. There's no money spent. It's not spending. It's money is different. It's different type of money. The Trump administration responded to this by saying... We're reopening all the stuff, so yeah, the virus is done. Probably not going to do any more aid stuff. Deal with it. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, what do you people want? Money for the Japanese internment while we're at... What do you mean, yes? <laughs> Why <would> you... <laughs> <sighs> all right, well, that brings us to the infamous pinko commie sympathizer George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> the former president released a video calling for bipartisan unity during this crisis, pointing out that we are not partisan combatants. And in response, Donald Trump went on Twitter and immediately started typing, yes, the fuck we are partisan combatants. How dare you? 
and of course, unable to understand the difference between his impeachment and a global pandemic, Trump tweeted, Bush was nowhere to be found in speaking up against the greatest capitalized hoax in American history. He also used the phrase, by the way, spelled (laughs) B-Y-E. And then, because Trump really hates that moose and squirrel. He started <laughs> listing his enemies like a goddamn yes! supervillain. Yes, he did. And yes. yelling at them on the internet in response to George W. Bush. Who who still likes this guy? Like, at this point, it feels like being a Trump supporter would preclude the ability to wear pants or type with your thumbs, and yet... Well, uh, right, that's, <laughs> there they that's are. my big question. Like, to <laughs> whom does this shit seem tough? Right, he's an attack dog that pees all over itself whenever you bring new people over, and his owners go in like, "Ah, that's some intimidating pee, huh? Huh? Yeah. It's American pee. He Strong, got you. Um, patriot pee. <laughs> that's patriot pee right there. You didn't want to get that pee on you. Classic. Now it's got on your shoe. <laughs> now he's killing me. Ha! Yeah. So that was all ridiculous, but believe it or not, we haven't even come close. To mentioning the craziest remark from Donald Trump last week. There, like, there are literally no humans who assume that we have. <laughs> we, it's, it ramps right the fuck up. So following the long afternoon of listing enemies and literally just making up a Gallup poll that does not exist that yes. shows him ahead of Biden was part of that. Yes. From there, Trump wrote the following. And I can't stress this enough. This is the exact quote from the president of the United States. Here it is. <laughs> dot, 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 dot is a bit extra long ellipsis. <laughs> extra long, cold open on, on something. 33% of an ellipsis. Yeah. Here. here it is. And then came a plague. What? A great and powerful plague. And the world was never to be the same again. But America rose from this death and destruction, always remembering its many lost souls and the lost souls all over the world and became greater than ever before. End exact quote. What? He's been From listening to Bible Peace Theater, hasn't he? I knew it was my fault. He's, oh my God, he's like that guy that just got beat up at the Denny's and he's desperately trying to like spin an epic narrative around it afterwards and then he's like but he's like but you know what I, after that I rose from that parking lot and I, and I wiped that bubble gum and cigarette butts off my forehead and damn it if I didn't finish my moons over my hammy bloody nose and all man yeah yep nailed it man cool yep. you want to do some slam poetry about it you want to keep want, going I would like to do some slam poetry you about want 30% Lovell. of the country to still think you're doing a good job <laughs> <laughs> done automatic yeah so that was a nice little Sunday for the president at the White House doing his job as the president uh, based on my experience with writing samples like that, I'm pretty sure that Sunday consisted of him eating a bunch of mushrooms and then becoming 18 years old again and then deciding to become a novelist during his first year of college <laughs> after eating mushrooms for the first time. And he put together that cold open for his new novel or maybe the new lyric poem he's going to walk around singing because he's also going to be a a medieval troubadour in addition to being a writer. It's another thing he figured out during his trip. But then the drugs kicked in all the way and the rest of that day's ideas were smeared in blood and cum on his wall in his dorm. So, Yeah. yeah, that's great. Great. 
and it was a list of his enemies. <laughs> yeah. Good day at the Oval Office. <laughs> and in putting the well uh, back in Venezuela, news Fantastic. tonight. <laughs> Venezuela just kicked America's ass at guns, and that's embarrassing, so we're pretending it didn't happen. Okay, keep it between us. If any, any Latin Americans ask, some American military guys just decided to plan and lead a military operation with an objective that exactly matches stated U.S. foreign policy We can't control goals. that. We can't control and, well, that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We were like, we saw it. We were like, no, no way. What? Give us those guys back so we can punish them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they didn't even manage to assassinate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for being an anti-vaxxer. It was, it was a complete waste of time. We're like, oh, yeah, we're mad at those guys, too. They stole a bunch of money we gave them. So, yeah. I mean, Yeah, boo. right, right. There's no <laughs> explanation for how this was financed either. That so was a joke, Eli just said. So, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So here's the uh, undisputed bit. On Sunday of last week, a group of Venezuelan dissidents and a Florida-based private military company tried to infiltrate Venezuela at Macuto Bay with hopes of overthrowing Nicolas Maduro and installing opposition leader Juan Guaido as the nation's president because apparently someone in the Trump administration watched half a documentary about the Bay of Pigs invasion, switched it off and said, this is a fucking great idea. And, and, you know what was wrong with that? Nothing. We just yeah. need to try it again. And by the way, if I'm not mistaken, Makuto is Spanish for bags. So this is... This is quite literally the Bay of Bags invasion. They That's changed amazing. one plosive and one... Bu- this is some fucking The Force Awakens level fan service reboot bullshit. Hold on. You're saying you guys bought guns from somebody named Oliver South? Yeah, we've never heard of them. We have no idea. That's right, but they, unrelated. They didn't even do fan service for something good. It's like someone decided no. to make The Force Awakens about crawl. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. much better than The Force Awakens. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it could be much. Okay. Anyway, so obviously it didn't work. Half the forces were pinned down on a beach and killed or captured. The other half were intercepted at sea. Uh, Venezuelan TV starts parading around a captured American ex-Special Forces guy. So this dude, uh, Justin Goudreau, uh, he comes out and he says he planned the whole thing. Definitely did not have the aid or backing of the U.S. government. I mean, huh. why... Would I have? Volunteered uh, that. It was weird. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Venezuela issued an international warrant for his arrest because, yeah, that would be terrorism, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, I think it's time for a presidential victory parade through Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Vote. <laughs> oh. Honestly, he should do that 365 days a year. Me and Heath can have a nice <laughs> picnic on a grassy knoll somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, Use your new camera. Uh, just to be clear, first of all, those were all jokes. And secondly, uh, U.S. <laughs> officials have denied any involvement both on and off the record. Uh, it, like, it, like the reporters are saying, and even when I was just like, yeah, man, I ain't going to tell anybody if you say anything, <laughs> they're like, no, we didn't. Um, so I, I feel like they think they're telling the truth, right? Because I cannot imagine the U.S. government has the blindest fucking clue what the U.S. government is doing right now. And if it does, it's only because there is an oversight office somewhere that Trump forgot to gut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck knows? Put the staff of Tiger King in charge of that particular mission and forgot about it. (laughs) And in O Canada news, even though we all agree that honking your horn a little bit at seven o'clock is more 
than enough thanks for essential workers. North America's <laughs> middle child has a different, shall we say, show-offy idea of, get this, paying them more money. Well, no, right, but that's, well, that's just because they don't have the population density required to pull off the horn honking. Exactly. Even know exactly. know fucking Yukon, nobody Equal. would hear you. Equal. So, yeah. Uh, good universe America's government hammered out an agreement <laughs> with provinces and territories to spend more than three billion Canadian dollars and raise wages for essential workers, making less than about $1,800 a month. With handsome man who is handsome, Justin Trudeau saying, quote, if you are risking your health to keep this country moving and you're making minimum wage, you deserve a raise, end quote. Oh, I figured he would have been like French Canadian in your head. Hello, it is me. <laughs> By the way, there's like 26 deleted takes where I did it in blackface, but I don't want to get into it. Anyways, not adding, <laughs> wow, turns out that whole idea of needing billionaires really was a myth, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like Bloomberg and those types, they'd be all gristly, kind of gamey, but... Still somehow tastes great. Like, I'm yeah, fine with it. Like, I, I want to try. Put a, get a good rub. I feel like when it comes time to eat the rich, though, whoever manages to choke down Trump should get, like, a like a T-shirt and their picture on the wall Ab- kind yeah. of a thing. He's definitely a challenge, for sure. I don't think he's rich. I, th- <laughs> I think he's making it. <laughs> oh, I think he is now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, rubles. like, Putin's rich? Yeah, <laughs> he's, in, he's ruble rich, not dollar rich. <laughs> Either way. This is great news for all essential workers across our nation's big silly hat. But don't worry, my fellow Americans in essential worker jobs. Not all is lost for you. You can go to the beach if you live somewhere shitty. And did I mention the honking? Still going to honk for you. We're going to and clap. Honk. Cool. Get a tattoo. (sighs) And finally tonight. The Lord, our God, is very unhappy with our behavior on this 6,000-year-old planet. So now we have murder hornets, and we deserve it. We We still haven't repented for all the gay sex and aborting all the babies, and it's honestly irresponsible at this point. It's irresponsible. We need to repent. So that's why nobody should be surprised that we all went to sleep during our nightmare and had a fucking meta-nightmare about (laughs) hornets that murder called literally murder hornets, and God decided to send them all over the world. I, for one, have put my faith in Jesus Christ because he's the only way we're going to deal with the giant kraken attack that's coming right the fuck up. (laughs) And I think we all need to get on the same page. This is important. Okay, wait, maybe, upside, maybe the murder hornets kill all the super spreaders on the Florida beaches, (laughs) bing, bang, boom, (laughs) two problems, final solution. Uh, all right, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, no, I love how Americans are treating this as though these insects began to exist when we found them in Washington <laughs> State. Like, dude, if these are a sign of the apocalypse, the apocalypse started in Japan and East Asia millions of years ago. <laughs> It's just a slow roll. It's a slow roll. It yeah, lures exactly. you into the God's exactly. trap. Stay now, with me. Japan and Asia were the beta. This is the, <laughs> this is the rollout. So... Here's what I learned about my nightmare nightmare that came to life. This is fun. This is from an article in Scientific American, to be clear, titled, Just How Dangerous Is the Murder Hornet? Uh, And their answer? Approximately as dangerous as it fucking sounds. Yeah, actually. (laughs) Very first sentence in that article. Its sting is excruciating to people, but it's a bigger threat to honeybees vital for agriculture. To be clear... 
This isn't clickbait from like BuzzFeed or BoingSploosh.com. This is a serious publication. And here's the second sentence in their article. Quote, it crawls into hives and rips off the heads of bees in large numbers, making its supervillain nickname, Murder Hornet, feel disturbingly apt. Yeah. End quote. I mean, serial killer hornet isn't catchy. No. <laughs> Killed all the Padawans hornet. Sith hornet would be good, though. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, I also learned that the murder hornet, besides being a literal murder hornet, is the largest hornet in the world, sometimes growing to a size of about two inches in length. Jesus and its Christ. gaping maw of natural right. biting mouth parts allows it to easily do all that decapitating. And the article didn't mention this part, but it feels like a really big murder hornet could definitely eat your face. Like, that's, that, that's very possible. And if we keep forcing Christian bakers to make gay wedding cakes, the human-sized murder hornet is about to happen. That's clearly about to happen. <laughs> and speaking of the threat to humans, the murder hornet has a giant stinger that can easily pierce a normal beekeeper suit. Probably also just, you know, clothing is my guess. And chainmail armor. Yeah, yeah. At this fucking point. Whatever, Kevlar, whatever you got, there's a good chance you're getting stung. And you'll often experience partial paralysis near the sting and extremely intense physical pain for about six hours. Wow. And unlike some bees that can only sting once, the murder hornet can sting you over and over as much as it feels like it. Yeah, and also, they automatically know your most embarrassing childhood memory from school and remind you of it right as you're trying to fall asleep. <laughs> uh. motherfuckers. Okay, Heath, I'll tell you what. You tell me that these have lady faces and tiny crowns, I'm in. I'm a Christian, okay? <laughs> All right, well, I, we haven't found one yet, but we haven't looked that long. So, following that long series of terrifying details, there was a little bit of good news I learned that murder hornets are usually solitary hunters. But then Scientific American was like, ha, fuck you, classic misdirect. We're pretty sure the ones that popped up in North America are going to band together and conduct large coordinated attacks this summer. And those attacks, just to reiterate, will be a mass beheading campaign of honeybees that very much need their faces to pollinate our food crops. Honeybees contribute about... $15 billion a year to the U.S. economy by providing free pollination service. Okay, true, but I heard that one very philanthropic billionaire is going to wow. take care of it. I'm sure it'll okay. be fine. Okay, yeah. He's wow. a murder hornet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, wait, isn't this America, though? We, we've been watching the, the colony collapse thing happen for years. The honeybee population is on the brink already. But damn it, if we're not setting up an Asian immigrant to take the blame eventually. The right? Chinese murder <laughs> bee. <laughs> plus, they're dealing with 5G now. There's five Gs, five yeah. entire Gs, plus the bees. This is crazy. All right. So back to my fucking nightmare. When the murder <laughs> hornets attack a colony of honeybees... After they bite their faces off, they form the chewed up victims into little burgers and then fly the little burgers back to their murder nest. And then they feed the burgers to their death brood of larvae, which are able to digest those burgers and then regurgitate an edible vomit for their parents to eat. That's how this all works. Doesn't sound Well, but this great. is... Like it's all marketing, right? If we had decided to use the other common Japanese name for them, the Great Sparrow Hornet, or just you know the actual name they have, Giant Asian Hornet, that would just be like 
bugs feeding their young. <laughs> Still, it's called Murder Hornet now. It's in headlines. That's yep. it's scary. Yep, it is. <laughs> so, one of the big strategies that we're looking at is diversifying our North American honeybee population. Most of our local bees here are descended from an Italian subspecies known for being extra gentle. But with, you know, the Nazi army of hornets that just showed up, we can't really trust the Italian honeybees to fight back, can we? <laughs> Might just join up with the hornets. Right, so yeah. They're called the bobbity boobity bee. Bobbity please, please don't interrupt. So <laughs> beekeepers are looking at the Asian honeybee, which has a better defense mechanism to deal with the Nazi hornet attacks. Uh, hopefully we're not looking at the Japanese ones. Either way, the Asian <laughs> honeybees all hide in their nest if a murder hornet shows up or if the murder hornet like sprays the pheromones to to bring over its other attacking friends. The Asian honeybees notice that and, and they hole up in their nest. But if a hornet gets inside the nest, a whole bunch of those Asian honeybees swarm out into what's called a bee ball and surround the hornet until it overheats and suffocates. So, wow. Yeah. It's awesome. The bee balls thing, it sounds great, but when an army of murder hornets shows up, it doesn't really work. So, yeah. And besides, the happens. American honeybees are just going to be, you know, engaged in robust debate about whether violence is the answer. And their heads got ripped off. <laughs> oh, look at that. They're all dead. It's called abeesement. And uh, <laughs> one other little detail the murder hornet is actually the third most dangerous rival species to the honeybee. Apparently, Asian beekeepers are even more worried about two different varieties of mites that somehow get in the nest and cause birth defects and or eat the honeybee's liver from the inside. And <laughs> this article ends with a quote from a researcher and bee breeder in Washington state. She said, quote, this is the end of the article. This is the last thing that Scientific American gives us. An expert saying, quote, it will be ugly. End of wow. article. Feels like a weird time for a pun. Can I say that? Yeah, I, I didn't catch it when I first read it, but yeah, it's a, she's clever. She's clever. <laughs> Give her some credit. And on that note, we're going to close it out. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming... Please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Brian, Anonymous, Ryan, Embrace Your Own Void, This Is Mine, Grant, and Wheelie Too Tired, whose beautiful genitalia deserve a raise for all the essential work they do. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed, available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. Chinese Hornet. <laughs> oh, Bobbity Boopity Bee. Bobbity Boopity Bee. Thank you. I Italian. got it. Cool. I was right. Yeah, interrupt yeah. anytime if it's that genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I have I have corks on my desk, but you don't remember the cork man. Can you do the trick? No. Yeah. I, I got to Google it. Mm-hmm. Magic. Okay. That really is all it takes yeah. now to learn all of the <laughs> secrets of magic. Is... Yeah. I think we still have to say the tagline, though, right? No, that's The not... Great Courses Plus. Learn something new. That's not real. <laughs> Fun things, Jew. I made that up. Oh, okay. All right. Their actual great their actual tagline is like the Great Courses Plus brought to you by Audible now on the click here. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. A subsidiary of Chemglow. Yeah. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright twenty twenty. All rights reserved.